Hi, everybody, and welcome back to a new week here on the David Vance podcast channel. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, let's start off by talking about the COVID coward satirists. Now, I just wanted to touch on the topic of satire with you in relation to COVID, because so often satire can be placed from the past onto the present to give us some idea of what we are being sold by people. I put up a clip the other day on my Twitter of a very famous scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. When the braying mob wants to kill a witch. It's a great scene. And the underlying joke across the whole scene is that the woman they want to kill is an asymptomatic witch. The parallel with the COVID era could not be clearer. COVID was a government-endorsed witch hunt. Burn the witch. Burn the non-believer. And we all remember the spiteful, curtain-twitching mob who received instruction from the television and behaved like modern-day witch-finder generals towards anyone who refused to comply. Remember those people, the ones who watch watching their neighbours? God forbid that they should go out in their back garden or friends or family around. If, if so, they were witches and needed to be burnt. I also put up on Twitter a clip from the satirical series The Day Today, which lampooned, lampooned rather, the shallow fear-mongering that became the hallmark of 24-hour TV when that sort of news arrived. See, 24-hour TV news has never given up this method of propaganda. The clip uh, I put up is almost 30 years old. You can see it on my Twitter page again. Have a listen and see if you can find any parallels uh, with the way that the modern news channels covered up COVID. As I say, ch ch check it on my, uh, on my Twitter. Everything is there from the po-faced voiceover to the propagandized fear-mongering. The point about the day today is that it's barely distinguishable from real 24-hour TV news. They are both equally laughable and both equally pathetic. Just before the clip that I placed on Twitter, I also placed this quote. Satire is a sort of glass wherein beholders do generally discover everyone's face but their own. Which, of course, is a quote by none, no, none other than Jonathan Swift. And the point is this. We have all these satirical precedents and yet so many satirists ran away from satirizing the COVID tyranny, or worse still, they promoted the COVID tyranny through their alleged comedy. To give you two examples of that, my good friend, Gemma Doherty, put out on Getter the Irish alleged comedian, Jason Byrne, who was publishing images about how enthusiastic he would be for the vaccines when it came out. Not too long after posting his his enthusiasm for the vaccine, Mr. Byrne became hospitalized with a heart problem. I wonder what that was. I also wonder whether Mr. Byrne was as enthusiastic on social media for a booster as he was for his first vaccine. I guess we won't know. Similarly, the Scottish alleged comedian Janie Godley was so enthusiastic about the lockdown and the vaccine that she was retweeted by Nicola Sturgeon. In both cases, this was the opposite of satire. Satire is about punching up at the powerful. 
In both the cases of Jason Byrne and Janie Godley, what were they doing? They were punching down, reinforcing the regime. They're not punching up. So many of these so-called comedians have views that sound strangely similar to the views of Prince Charles. Have I got news for you? If your views on the COVID con, the vaccine con, the global warming con, and the European Union are as enthusiastic as King Charles hobnobbing with Ursula von der Leyen, you are not anti-establishment. You are the establishment. If you ever, if, if you're ever watching a comedian or commentator, run the King Charles litmus test. If their views match those of King Charles and they're posing as anti-establishment, then they are clearly not anti-establishment. They are establishment enforcers, which makes them particularly vile. Interestingly, after the vaccine was rolled out, cases of ovarian cancer started to soar. Ms. Godley developed ovarian cancer shortly after the vaccine rollout. There seems to be a lot of people in this line of show business falling ill lately. For example, let's take another one who you'll know. In September of 22, Bob Mortimer revealed that he had been hospitalized with heart problems that had returned. And at the same time, Mr. Mortimer also said, in my mid-20s, I got struck down with rheumatoid arthritis. Now, rheumatoid arthritis is, of course, an autoimmune disease. And as we all know, autoimmune diseases have been soaring since the rollout of the COVID vaccine. Mr. Mortimer then went on to say, quote, I have been free of rheumatoid arthritis since I have been 34, but it came back 10 days ago. It's really sad for me to know whether it will go. Probably just another coincidence, Mr. Mortimer, right? Before I go, let's not forget those satirists who did call out COVID, the COVID con, and in some cases have lost work uh, over it. Uh, I'm thinking of people like Alistair Williams, my friend Abby Roberts, Lee Hurst, the cartoonist Bob Moran, and of course the incomparable J.P. Sears. Uh, so this is the uh, this is a reality. The uh, so many of these so-called comedians posing as anti-establishment are actually enforcers of the establishment narrative. And if you want to find the real people that are anti-establishment, well, I've given you a list of some of them there, and I sincerely hope that you support Alistair and Abby and Lee and Bob Moran and, of course, JP. Um, there are exceptions to the uh, to the rule. But uh, most of most of the most of the uh, well-known faces you see in TV, the so-called satirists, are in fact absolute COVID cowards. Thank you so much for listening.